Welcome back, my friend. It is Tina here, and you are listening to Avenue for Growth podcast. It's Friday, and it is a midsummer celebration here in Sweden. Midsummer is a little special celebration. Well, this year everything is a little special, but normally midsummer means that the Swedes and you know Scandinavians we do you know weird stuff <laughs> we are playing outdoors we're jumping around like frogs and we're do- doing that kind of stuff and then in many cases people tend to uh, booze a lot so it's a big party when people get super drunk and so on so um but now this year midsummer is It just looks different, okay? So there's no big gatherings right now. Uh, People don't, um, hopefully, don't get together in huge groups. But it is the celebration and in my family. So we're going to have some guests over. We're going to have, uh, you know, a lot of good food. A little bit of champagne too. We've been um, hanging out with the kids and it's just a wonderful, wonderful day. All right. So... Today I wanted to talk about um, the fact that a lot of business owners are building their businesses without any kind of real blueprint. And before we go into that, I'm going to tell you a story about how my husband and I and also kids when we built a house, this current house where we're living in right now. And uh, the process of building this house was of course long and it required a lot of thinking, a lot of planning and a lot of resources. So I want to walk through how it looked like in our case. And now I'm not an architect and I am not a person who works with building houses, but I just happened to have been through a house build project for about five years ago. And uh, I see a lot of uh, resemblance in building a business also. So my question to you is this. Would you ever start building a house without a proper blueprint? I don't think anybody would start doing that, particularly if it's a house for where this family is, your family is going to live and, uh, you know, maybe spend the rest of their lives. So for sure, when you're building that kind of a foundation for your family, you most probably won't do that without a blueprint. And a blueprint also means that you have to think through some things and then you need to bring in the right people people who are going to build that house. So in our case, when we started building out this current house, first we started to, you know, thinking about the vision. And uh, in to be honest, in my family, I am the one who had the vision because I am the visionary person in my family. And uh, we started dreaming how it would look like and particularly how do we want to live our lives? What kind of lifestyle we wanted? So when we started drafting this plan we had small children we really wanted to think about what kind of lifestyle we wanted to have for ourselves and what kind of lifestyle we wanted to have for children and we were totally done with the city life now when we started building this current house we were already living in a house we had been living in that house for almost two years so we had already moved from the city to a house but that was an old house and we were kept renovating in that house and it was in a neighborhood that while it was beautiful it was nice we were not really 100% sure that we wanted to bring up our children in that neighborhood and we were just looking for something else 
So we were looking at where would we like to stay and what kind of surroundings would be important for us. So we started looking at the surroundings and uh, we started looking at other parameters that play a role in the decision making of where the house is going to be and where we want to live and where we want to engage in the community. I love surroundings very much. So the other things that also played very big role in our search for the perfect spot was, for example, is it a safe place? Were there any cafeterias? I'm a person who loves to go to a cafeteria and sit somewhere and just do my work or read a magazine or something. So the surroundings are very important to me. For my husband, also the surroundings were very important, but he's not so much of a coffee-loving person, so he doesn't enjoy that so much. He loves to go out to the woods. So there were several parameters that were important in our decision when we were looking at where we are going to build that house, what surroundings, what kind of atmosphere we wanted to have. We also were looking at what we did not want to have. So for example, there were a couple of things that we didn't want to have and also a couple of things that we did not need to have. We did not need to have shopping because to be honest, we shop everything online and uh, if If we are going to buy something, if we're going to take a tour to a shopping mall, then we can take a car and we can drive to the closest shopping mall. Or even if it's a little bit further away, that's completely okay because we can make that day trip. So we did not need to have a lot of shopping in our close by city. Of course, we do need to have a grocery shopping because we buy a lot of food, (laughs) but we did not need to have shops to go buy clothing and shoes and handbags and that stuff that was in fact something that we did not want to have at all or it didn't really play any role there were a couple of other things that we did not want to have we didn't have for example want to have big communities so we wanted to live in a small community where people kind of know each other okay we did not want to have big schools we knew that we really wanted to put our kids into school which is kind of smallish and uh, that people are very familiar with each other that usually happens in a small community as I said the nature is very important and the the forest is very important for my husband for me it's also important but I'm not so much of a forest person so we had to kind of look into what is important something that we both wanted was the access to water we love water we love water sports we kind of love the idea of having a boat although we don't have a boat but we love the idea that we could have a boat and we can just walk down to the water we can go swimming we can do different kind of uh, you know water sports and water playing in that and in fact now when we are living in this place where we live right now we only have a few minutes to the beach and the lake and uh, that gives us an amazing opportunity to spend a lot of time in the water kids love it too then we also needed it to be close to Stockholm which is the capital of Sweden and that was actually actually the requirement then. Now, five years later, none of us need Stockholm anymore. I don't even remember when I visited Stockholm last time. So I do have some friends who live in Stockholm, but we actually go somewhere else. We enjoy going to some, you know, maybe travel to Spain, have a girls weekend or something like that. And uh, I never visit Stockholm anymore. I don't like Stockholm at all. I just don't like the city at all. I do love some big cities, but Stockholm just doesn't happen to be one of those. I come from from 
Helsinki, Finland, and I really, really love visiting Finland and Helsinki, and it's just a very different atmosphere. But again, that is completely my opinion. We wanted to have a school that is a really, really great school. And uh, when we were looking at different schools in Sweden, now, when we were looking to build something, as I said, our kids were tiny, but we knew that they are growing and they are going to schools. And uh, we wanted to give them the best school atmosphere. And that was one of the big reasons for us to plan. You see, when we were doing this planning the choice of a school or the school world was not even relevant then but we knew that given that kids grow up we knew that that's coming so as a parent we and I know you can relate to this as well most often you have to plan according to where do you want your kids to go to school and what other parameters that are important for your family okay so we knew very clearly what we wanted and what we did not want so after that we started to look for a piece of land this was a process that because we we decided where we wanted to live so we found this paradise this we live in the most beautiful i'm a little biased yeah but we live in the most beautiful little town in sweden and uh, we knew that we wanted to live in this area for us it totally checked all these boxes so it was just a really really nice area we wanted to live in and uh, then we started looking for a piece of land so of course when you start looking for a piece of land it might take some time in our case it actually went very quickly because there was a perfect piece of land for us so we found one and then after that what do we do so we start looking at the financing part so you have to look at the resources is it possible for us or what is possible for us giving the resources that we had available so once this was in order then we continued creating the blueprint we decided on the house model we also decided what was possible and what was not possible given the uh, the plot and the timeline that we had and also the resources we had so we knew that this is what we want and we want to live here we found this nice plot we wanted to have a house on that place and then we started looking at okay this is possible for us this is a timeline this is where we want to get and then of course the resources we had available after that we continued designing the interiors which was you know totally my work okay so I love the interior design part I was working in the interior design space when we were building a house that was my previous business I had home decor business and so interior design and all that part was truly something I love to do and P.S. I still love to do that okay and so it was all about choosing the materials and uh, all the style look and feel and purchasing some furniture to the new house And then, of course, we started looking to outsourcing the whole building process and the whole development of the house to professionals. Now, we were heavily involved in this because we could do that and we wanted to do that, but still we needed help and we knew that. So, of course, we hand over that actual building process to professionals. Today, about five years later, we take care of the house 
we redesign a lot and uh, we keep building our own happy spot. Now, we do have some more adventures coming, but let's talk about the adventures some other point. So this was a process of going from the idea and the concept of what we wanted to have for the family, the lifestyle that we wanted and uh, with the resources that we had available and uh, the requirements that we had for that also to understanding how we wanted to have creating the blueprint finding the right people that could make it happen and then just really project managing the whole process of building this house this sounds pretty normal doesn't it okay so if you've been renovating a house or building a house or any bigger projects privately you know that this is probably how it looks like, or as it looks different depending on your resources and your requirements and your needs. But usually this is how it looks like when you do something. You have a vision, you create a plan, and then you proceed according to this plan because you know where you're getting, you know what your end result is going to look like. Now, I'm a business coach and I work with a multiple different type of companies. And what I can see that a lot of business owners are trying to operate completely without a blueprint and to me it's mind-blowing how anybody can think that anything that big like a, that big commitment the serious commitment as a business is to a person the leader the founder and the families also usually are involved in the whole process how is it even possible that that is being operated without a very strong blueprint that is guiding where you're going and exactly all details mapped out so to me it is weird but i also understand that you know when you're starting a company having this blueprint is probably not what you need right then why because when you have an idea and uh, the only thing you need to think about is just to get your idea out there so you cannot wait around for the best moment and start you know thinking like well then maybe someday just do it now let's get started because otherwise every moment you're waiting for some better time to you know do something it is going to take you further and further away from your dream and further away from the results all right so uh, when you have this idea you have to run with it and quickly go to the state where you start looking at the actual validation of that idea so you need to validate the market you have to make sure that you create something that people actually want to buy and so forth so of course at that stage the blueprint is not that important because frankly most of us, when we start our first companies, when we start kind of hustling together something, we don't really know where we want to go. Okay, we really don't know. That comes a little bit later. For some of us, it's very clear. But I can tell you out of my experience and of also experience of working with so many business owners that the thing, what you want, the vision, and of course, also the journey to get to your vision and the intentions that you set for your company, they are bound to change when you start growing as a leader, growing as a person, things will change, you know, things change, you will change, your business will change. 
But then again, completely operating without any kind of blueprint is very, very dangerous. So at Avenue, that is my coaching consulting company, we help business owners to create this blueprint. And we also help them to redesign it so that they know that it's always the relevant and the right blueprint right now. As I said, it will change. Something might happen. You know, you start gaining awareness about different possibilities and opportunities. You might start building something and you realize that, hang on, that thing that I'm building, it wasn't the right thing. I need to change. That certainly happened in my case. And uh, of course, it takes some time to redesign everything, you know, create a new plan, just to really understand what is it that you're actually doing? What is it that you really, really are supposed to do in your life? But uh, once you nail that, once you start understanding that, then the creation of this blueprint is very, very important and the fundamental work you need to do as a leader. Now, when we start looking at the businesses and we start creating the blueprint and the map, how they are going to get to the goals, whichever they are, we first, of course, need to identify the goals. We uh, um, start implementing the different growth activators. These are the strategies and tactics and retools and uh, belief systems that you have to have in place we start implementing these things in different layers you as i said when you are a beginner the first thing you have to think about and the only thing you have to think about is one get started like get started yesterday okay that's your responsibility toward yourself toward your family toward the people who need your help Whatever is it that you're doing, there are people who hopefully they really, really need that thing that you are going to create. So it is your responsibility to put it to the market quite fast. Okay. So the only thing you have to think about is get started yesterday and then focus on the sales and marketing. You see, there's no point in creating any kind of cool concept, any kind of cool business idea, product service or being any kind of professional if you don't put it out there, if you don't know how to sell it to the right people and start delivering the amazing results that your product or service will deliver. So sales and marketing is the fundamental thing that you must get right. Not visibility, not social media, not any kind of weird tactics and stuff. Just make sure that you have a simple way of making sales in your company so you know that you have something that people are buying. Now, then once you have the sales and marketing going on, meaning you have a system that helps your customers to decide whether this thing is for you or not, then of course, visibility is the next thing you have to fix. Doesn't matter if you have the best idea ever, if you have the best um, concept brand and all that, if nobody knows that you exist. So for sure, you need to start working on your visibility within your marketplace. Then again, this is what I see so many entrepreneurs focusing on first. They start looking at the visibility part. Maybe they're using different kind of distribution channels to get their message out there, but they don't understand that they have to have a system for actually converting this visibility to sales and in turn, 
how to do that, you have to have a concept in place. You have to have this concept that people want to buy into. All right. So the first steps are always those. And these are similar for all businesses. It doesn't matter whether you have physical goods, if you have services, you know, whatever you're doing. Three things absolutely must have in place. One is having an offer and a concept that people want to buy into, having sales and marketing figured out and the visibility component so that the right people will see you. Now, this is where it gets a little interesting. Once you have hit that, you know, you have sales, you have something that people buy, you are delivering goods to your customers and clients and so on. This is where things get super fun when you start looking into how do I re-engineer? Most probably you have to re-engineer your business model, the concept so that you can start growing and scaling it. And this is the second level of conceptualization of your ideas and your skills, your resources, what you have. This is where you start looking at the model, you start packaging your intellectual property into models assets and systems so that you can start scaling your business and on the operational side this is where you start implementing infrastructure so that you can take your ideas and start scaling it on the visibility and expansion side you as a brand or you as a leader and most often both will need to start positioning you as the expert in your marketplace so that people who want that result that you're providing they cannot think about anybody else but you okay so it's really important and in order to do this for sure you need to have your concepts in place you need to have an infrastructure that is supporting that growth potential and the scaling and then you need to have visibility where you know that people are seeing you also the right type of messaging that uh, they understand what kind of expert you really are so this is really exciting times and uh, one problem that I see many times is that people start focusing on for example scalability activities far too quickly you know they are thinking about the idea and then they start implementing different scalability methodologies already even though they don't even know whether the actual idea is going to sell so that's why it's really really important and when you are building a concept you are building your business and you want to build it sustainably and I'm not saying this have to take a long time but I'm saying that you don't want to build things that are going to break as soon as something happened okay you want to build sustainable businesses you want to build a legacy that you are leaving and a big impact in your marketplace it's very very important that you take it step by step and always focus on those things that matter right now the next level then once you have been scaling you have your models in place you have concepts and systems visibility positioning in place then it's all about setting the standard in your industry setting the standard for companies start putting together standards for your operations managing the things that you've been building and so on now this model is called avenue growth system this is a systematic way of building sustainable businesses scaling professional services physical goods businesses and really all kinds of businesses as long as you own the results and you own the brand, you own the 
product or service that you are providing for your customers and clients. And during the summer months, I am going to go deeper into different concepts because the details in this methodology are many and uh, they go deep depending on, of course, what you're doing. They're different based on your business model and intentions and so on. But I'm going to walk through different type of concepts and different type of stages on this uh, system, what you can do and what you think about and how you can implement this methodology to grow your revenue profits and have a little bit more fun when you build your company as well. If you are interested in joining a workshop, you can come to avenuesystem.com, come to avenuesystem.com and you will find a schedule for the coming live workshop. I prefer having live workshops because I really enjoy having the uh, communication and the uh, engagement from you guys. So if you are interested in coming and joining this free workshop where I cover all the details, I will show you the models and I also show you the details, what you should be focusing on, what you should be thinking when you are at that stage and what kind of strategies, activities and what kind of measurements you have to pay attention to what kind of decisions you're making at different levels and what kind of decisions you can actually leave outside of that your space of awareness and what you're being and doing right now those things I am going to teach you inside this live workshop so this workshop is going to be happening in many occasions during the summer so please join me go to avenuesystem.com sign up and I will send you the invitation to the next coming live workshop so that we can get started and I can help you to grow your business by implementing this different growth activators assets and systems to grow your company all right it's Friday I'm gonna take off now and I want to wish you a wonderful wonderful weekend and I talk to you next week again okay bye